Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people... It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge Podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the best of the Ben Maller Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight from 2 to 6 Eastern, 11 p.m. to 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And to find your local station for the Ben Maller Show at foxsportsradio.com, you can find it there. Or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. This is the best of the Ben Maller Show on Fox Sports Radio. Use force. You've got to use force. Welcome in the beginning of another edition of the Ben Maller Show. We are together in the air everywhere as we run the audio toy store coast to coast, border to border, and beyond on the vast and mighty powerful microphones of FSR emanating live. From a flight, a flight of imagination, 
the Fox Sports Radio studios in the North Woods. We realized there were some college basketball, college basketball, college football games that were uh, broadcast, including Minnesota and Ohio State. But I, I felt like that did not rise to the level of a Malamala. Like now, if Minnesota, who was leading the Golden Gophers at halftime, if the game had ended at halftime, then that would have been worthy of a Maller monologue. But in the second half, Ohio State went blitzkrieg and ended up winning the game. And I think they covered the spread by a half a point. It was. It depends on where you got the number. But our lead this hour comes from the penalty box. Uh, and that that is where Deshaun Watson finds himself stuck in purgatory as he awaits the legal brouhaha to play out. Now, keep in mind, if there are no more charges, if there's no criminal charges, no more lawsuits, this is set to be adjudicated after the Super Bowl. So if it's just a civil matter, it's going to play out after the Super Bowl of 2022. And there have been some new developments here, and if you haven't been following along, maybe not, the obligatory Maller monologue about Deshaun Watson is right now. So a question was raised on the NFL media world. What happens if Deshaun Watson tells the Texans, I'm ready to play, put me in, coach, just like that? Uh, In other words, if he forces the Texans to expedite either play him or trade him, is that even a possibility that he would have enough juice to get the Texans to say bye-bye and send him outbound from Houston somewhere else. So let us discuss. Uh, question, are you going to go thumbs up or thumbs down on Deshaun Watson being able to go on the power play and strong arm the Texans to trade him? Thumbs down. I'm going thumbs down on this. A big, giant thumbs down. So I've got dishwater messenger pigeon, and Aladdin. And we will tie all of these things together, and those will be the tenets of this Like Now, hey, all right, this is a nice, cute little story, but the, the Texans will continue to hold on uh, to Deshaun Watson, and they're going to they're gonna hold on to him as he stands off on the sidelines. Well, actually, he'll be in the press box. He won't even be on the sidelines. It's just it's not going to work, right? This is not going to work. I do not see this having any opportunity where no matter how many different ways you spin the story, Deshaun Watson is swimming around in circles thinking he's making progress here. It's going nowhere. It's going nowhere. Now, why is this? Houston cannot trade Deshaun Watson right now. He is toxic, high levels of toxicity. Nobody will give you fair market value. And if you're the Texans, why would you bother trading Deshaun Watson? Now you'd gamble. The wise move would be, hey, we can keep him or trade him later. But assuming that he loses these lawsuits, or at least one of them, he's going to be suspended. So you can hold on, play the long game. Uh, And the the other possibility is the long shot that Watson's able to wiggle his way out of this and pull the Houdini Act, and then you can get full market value at that particular point. But Watson right now is like the brand-new dishwasher with a giant dent on the side of it. it it's it, you got to return it, right? It's not worth full value. It's, it looks nice, but there's a dent, so it's a, it's a PR nightmare. 
the distraction thing, I know some people are making a big deal about that. I, that. That is aside. But that for some, that is a factor. I don't put that high up on the list. I think these guys compartmentalize a, a lot. But he is marked down. He is the dishwasher marked down because of the dent. And the Texans cannot play Watson because of the storm clouds hovering over his head. And, and the, the injury risk is a big part of it, but also just the, the public relations part of it. If Watson is found in a civil court guilty and you played him and like, what are you doing here? So he will continue to be spinning his wheels and, and not go anywhere, uh, not go anywhere. Now, part B of this, one of the things I like to do, it's one of my secret dirty little pleasures, is uh, play the parlor game. It's uh, uncovering sources. And see if we can pinpoint who leaked the story. Now, this latest tale was tossed out originally by Mike Florio. He is the lead aggregator and gossip hound over at Pro Football Talk. Florio presented this story as his original take. Now, we have no evidence that it wasn't his original take, but I have a sneaking suspicion that's not true. I have a sneaking suspicion that that's not true. And how about we ask the standard questions? Uh, In this story, the latest wrinkle on the Deshaun Watson story about Watson strong-arming, forcing the Texans to play him or trade him. So who stands to gain from this story? And why have the story come out now? Well, both these questions are easy-peasy. They're easy-peasy. Deshaun Watson stands to gain from the story because it positions him as having some kind of control over something he has no control over, which is his situation. Now, spoiler alert, he doesn't actually have any control over this, even if he were to say, I want to play. That's not going to work. And and why leak it now? Well, you leak it now because it continues to ratchet up the perceived pressure in the public domain of the Texans. You keep Watson's name in the news. It is more probable than not that this was not an organic, random thought that popped into the guy from Pro Football Talk's head, but instead this was a plant that Mike Florio is a mouthpiece for the Deshaun Watson camp. We have seen a couple of stories here in recent weeks that have certainly appeared to come right from someone sitting in the room with Deshaun Watson. So think of this as using a messenger pigeon to get the word out. And you say, well, it's just reporting. We're not the ones putting it out there. Uh, and you, you look at some of the stories recently, the, the, the stories around the Dolphins. That's been a big story the last 10 days. And, and now they've pivoted away. The people around Deshaun Watson have pivoted away from the Dolphin thing for a day. And they're like, well, what about the fine print of the NFL bylaws? What about that? What about this? What about the other thing? All right, last word here. So this story is the latest, but not the last. There'll be another story maybe Monday, maybe Monday, uh, or over the weekend. But this is just the latest effort from Deshaun Watson's side attempting to crowbar his way out of Houston. And so at this point, they're in the part of the story now where they throw spaghetti against the wall and seeing if any of the pasta sticks. Because in this little sliver of time, Deshaun Watson is in need of a magical genie, the magical genie from Aladdin, to make an appearance. Your wish is my command! Because without those phenomenal cosmic powers of a cartoon genie, 
Deshaun Watson, by his standard, will be trapped in the lamp for 10,000 years. And in, in the Disney domain, Deshaun Watson will get his wish. He will be traded to Miami. He'll be lounging in a banana hammock on South Beach, drinking Mai Tais and leading the Dolphins to the Super Bowl. And his posse is attempting to speak that into existence via people around the NFL media world, right? These surrogates in the NFL media. Now, the theory is someone who works at the agency that represents Deshaun Watson had an epiphany. Either they had the epiphany or someone told them about this, but they the T.O. story, and it goes way back, 2006, 15 years ago, the collective bargaining agreement was negotiated. Uh, this was after the Eagles sent Terrell Owens home with pay. One of the great stories of that era of the NFL uh, because it was con- conduct detrimental to the team, and T.O. was sent home, and that was during the Drew Rosenhaus time. Next question, next question, and T.O. working out on the front yard of his home in the suburbs of Philadelphia. Now, as a result uh, of the adjustments to the CBA, the NFL from what we have been told here, eliminated the possibility of a team doing what the Eagles were able to do to Terrell Owens. So essentially, if Watson attempts to force the issue, the Texans would not be able to just send Watson home. And that's not what they're planning on doing here anyway. So it doesn't make a lot of sense that this would become a thing that the Texans are – Crazy as I can't say what they're crazy as because it's, it's got a bad word. But they're very crazy. Uh, and, and the Texans, they, they know they're going to suck. And they'll be just as happy to pay Watson's salary while he sits on the bench and has a conniption fit. It's not open-heart surgery here. This is not that complicated. If you don't want a guy to play, you don't play the player. The player can get a contract and claim all this, that, and the other thing. But you're not guaranteed a playing time. It happens all the time in sports. Even in the NFL, players, I'm, I'm sure the guys that get deactivated every Sunday wish they could play in the NFL. They're not allowed to. The NBA is famous for this. It's DNP, coach's decision. Did not play coach's decision. Happens all the time in that sport. And in football, it's, it happens occasionally. And Deshaun Watson's a big name. And so people are like, oh, can't happen to Deshaun Watson. Well, yeah, it can. Yeah, of course it can happen to Deshaun Watson. And just watch. It's going to happen. It's going to happen, not this weekend, but next weekend when the season begins. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape. You can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes 
that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Everyday Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, we've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Grab some bench. Yeah, you, grab some bench. Welcome in the beginning. Of yet another hour of the Ben Maller Show. We'll do it live 
Unless we're not. We are in the air everywhere as we create havoc coast-to-coast, border-to-border, and beyond on the vast and powerful microphones of FSR emanating live from inside your eardrums, providing marginal sports talk radio all night long, the Fox Sports Radio studios deep in the North Woods. So our lead this hour coming from the sports book. It's a place I like to spend time. You might also. Everything's virtual now, but there's something special about going to a sports book and just the smells, the sounds you hear, the pure joy, the agony of defeat, and the joy of victory. The person that hits the five-team parlay and it's running around dancing, the person that loses the five-team parlay because of one bonehead play in the fourth quarter of a game, but it's just a, there's a lot of raw emotion in a sports book. And these days, you can bet on anything and everything. Wasn't always like that, but certainly is now, including when someone is going to be demoted in the NFL. The odds makers have just released the odds on which starting quarterback will be benched first, and to no one's surprise, guess who they picked? That's right. The Red Rifle, Andy Dalton, the Chicago Bears signal caller, is the overwhelming favorite. The odds just released, plus 175. Now, if you're not a gambler, that implies a 36% chance, almost a 40% chance that Andy Dalton will be the first quarterback bench. We know he won't be the only quarterback bench. Dalton was named the starter, much to the chagrin of the Chicago fan and the hotshot rookie Justin Fields biding his time until he gets the opportunity, either through injury or poor play, Uh, And so the assumption is it's going to be a limited time for Andy Dalton. But did you see the quarterback with the second highest odds to be benched? That's where the story is here. And that's Teddy Bridgewater, if you missed it. Teddy Bridgewater of the Broncos is the bridesmaid in the odd sheet on which quarterback will be benched first. He's behind Andy Dalton. Coming in third with a bullet, Jimmy Garoppolo of the 49ers. So let us discuss now. The question, what are your takeaways from the odds posted on which quarterback will be benched first? So I've got Mississippi, opposition research, and magic eight ball. And we will combine all of these things together. Now, to lead off, Andy Dalton, to the, to the novice, to the layperson, sounds like a rock-solid, chalky McChalk pick. Unless he makes some kind of deal with the devil, now, he's not going to not going to light up the scoreboard. He's going to smell up the sidelines like a fart uh, for the Bears. He is a beleaguered target. Dalton, at his best, is a placeholder until Chicago and the people that make the decisions there in the front office grow some hair on their chest and other places and do the right thing. Now that being said, Andy Dalton does not give you the most bang for your buck, and if you are a bet a a little, win a lot, that's not the play here. As we have talked about in previous episodes, the Bears front office is suffering from Trubisky derangement syndrome, and they're using this guy Pace, the GM there, Ryan Pace, is using his reptilian brain, uh, and he's like, yeah, I got to survive, and I'm going to survive by starting Andy Dalton as long as I can. So uh, the way I look at it, Chicago has a mixed bag. They start with the Rams, which is a very tough opener in L.A. The Rams, 
Very good defense. We think the offense will be pretty good with Matthew Stafford. And so you lose that game. But if you look at the first four weeks of the season, the Bears are looking like a 2-2 two and two team after four weeks. They've got a couple of gimmies on the schedule. The Cincinnati Bungals and the uh, opponent in week four is the Lions. So you got the Bengals and the Lions, two of the worst teams in football, within your first four games. So it's pass-go like Monopoly and collect a couple of wins. Uh, even Andy Dalton can't screw that up, right? Even Andy Dalton can't screw that up. So then if it's not Dalton in Chicago, we turn our attention to the shores of the mighty Mississippi, the Big Easy, to be exact, where the Saints are no longer, well, at least for now, not in New Orleans. But Jameis Winston, he's at plus 600, and that is a value play. That is a value play on this odds list. Winston is the starter for the Saints, but should he gag on a bowl of gumbo out of the starting blocks, our crystal ball sees Sean Payton having a very quick hook. Very quick hook, right? Now, we are pulling for famous James. We, we like the uh, Jameis Winston story, the one-man band that he was in Tampa, and it's, it's something that we, we hope he does well. But the schedule for the first three weeks is rocky. It's a rocky road. And the expectations are still sky high in New Orleans, right? That, that, that's a tight window. That's a tight window. The Saints open up with the Packers. That game will be in Jacksonville. They have back-to-back road games at Carolina, a divisional opponent. I know they have Sam Darnold, so that should be a win for the Saints. But they play New England. And even with Mac Jones at quarterback keeping up with the Joneses in Foxborough, Bill Belichick is notorious for scheming against mistake-prone quarterbacks and just taking their lunch money. Just taking their, their lunch money. And, and listen, Taysom Hill is lurking on the sidelines. And we know that in that coach's room, in the bayou, Sean Payton is a smitten kitten. He loves Taysom Hill as the gadget guy and would love to play him. So keep an eye on famous Jameis and a quick hook on him should he get out and, and just puke against the Packers to begin the year, and then you lose one of the next two. I can't imagine to lose all, all three, but it's, stranger things have happened. All right, furthermore, now we, we disagree with Teddy Bridgewater being the second choice on this odd sheet to be benched, the first quarterback benched. So I did some opposition research here. And unless Teddy Bridgewater has a first-class seat on the Vomit Comet, Denver should get off to a good start. He is a a caretaker for the offense, and that's all you need. Limit the self-inflicted wounds. The Broncos, while they have to play on the road a couple of the games to begin the year, they have the hostess schedule to start the season. It is cupcakes, donuts, uh, apple pies, you name it. The Broncos open up at the Giants in Jersey. They've got Jacksonville in, in, in Jacksonville, and then they play the Jets at home. So, yeah, a couple of road games. But all those games are against craptastic teams. They're all against craptastic teams. At worst, Denver should be 2-1 and one at the start of the year, which will buy Teddy Bridgewater some more time. The other reason to be a skeptic on Bridgewater having a short leash is that Vic Fangio, he's the guy that had a bird's-eye view of the marginal, shoddy, and inferior Drew Locke. The word that comes to mind is foobar. 
Uh, that was his performance last year. Played 13 games, I believe, led the NFL in interceptions. He, he needed, I'm talking about Fangio here, needed a, uh, a bag of meds after watching that underwhelming performance last year. And Uncle Vic is going to rush back into the nuclear fallout zone and put that guy back out there? Uh, how about N to the O? How about that? Uh, Teddy Bridgewater would have to be horrific. He'd have to be like that lollipop salesman the Broncos started last year at quarterback, the wide receiver, uh, to get benched right away. All right, last thing here. So scanning the other odds, Mac Jones popped up on this list. Oh, my. Uh, Plus 700. He is actually fifth on the board on the odds posted on who the first quarterback will be to be sent to the showers. Now, I highly doubt that Bill Belichick will want to have Brian Hoyer as his starter. He is going to give Mac Jones a little bit of wiggle room. Like the fact that I didn't think he would even start Mac Jones, but now that you've gone down that path, you know there are going to be some hiccups. You know that there'll be some burping. That just like a baby, you got to burp a baby. And Mac Jones is going to have some problems. So Belichick's got to know that going in and figure that he can win with defense and special teams and that the offense is bringing up the rear. They brought up the rear last year anyway, as long as Mac Jones does not turn the ball over at a high rate. Now, the other name that just pops, I got bug-eyed when I saw this, in the Delaware Valley, Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is listed at plus 900 to be the first quarterback mentioned. Why is that that high? To me, he's skating on thin ice. The Magic 8-ball which is very rarely wrong, the Magic 8-Ball. The Magic 8-Ball says for Jalen Hurts, outlook not so good. Outlook not so good. Now, the Eagles are a morbid team. They have a no-name coach who likes to play rock, paper, scissors. We have delusions of grandeur. I admit it about Gardner Minshew, the guy they picked up from Jacksonville. Now, after watching Jalen Hurts go out and poop the bed early on, I have a sneaking suspicion that that the Eagles there and Jalen Hurts, that's a sneaky good value pick. Early call to the bullpen, Minshew Mania. Minshew Mania. And why? Let me make my elevator pitch here. Because it's Philadelphia. The Philadelphia fan is not going to sit around and twiddle their thumbs and say, well, he'll get better next week or the week after. That's not how... That town is wired. And if Hertz is going out there and it's bounce pass after bounce pass and he's overthrowing receivers and he's zigging and zagging and doing all the wrong things, the fans there are going to hold the birds accountable. And Gardner Minshew is a nice dark horse pick to mess up the odds there. And Because really what you're saying, if you're betting on Jalen Hurts being the first guy to be benched, you're getting plus 900, but you're really betting on Gardner Minshew. Did you keep track of all that? Did you, did you follow along? Okay. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Hey, this is Jason McIntyre. Join me every weekday morning on my podcast, Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre. This isn't your typical sports pod pushing the same tired narratives down your throat every day. Straight Fire gives you honest opinions on all the biggest sports headlines, accurate stats to help you win big at the sports book, and all the best guests. Do yourself a favor and listen to Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or 
wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. From LinkedIn News, I'm Leah Smart, host of Every Day Better, an award-winning weekly podcast dedicated to personal development. Whether you're looking for ways to shift your mindset or seeking more fulfillment in your life, We've got you covered. You can build internal resources. That's what the study of psychology is about, building internal resources. Turning towards is one of the most important elements of successful relationships, no matter what kind of relationship it is. The thing that underpins all of this productivity stuff is finding a way to make the journey itself enjoyable. The journey is the destination. The beauty of uncertainty is infinite possibility. When you don't know what's next, you don't know what's next. And thus, anything can be next. Join me as we dive into captivating stories and research-backed ideas that have empowered me and others to lead lives with more clarity and intention. Everyday Better, making growth an everyday practice. Listen to Everyday Better on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up as well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe 
Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's Maller. How about that? To the third degree. I just said that. This is when Big Ben gets grilled. All right. What, what's that? What's that, Roberto? I think he's going poopy. All right. Let's do the third degree with Roberto. Go ahead, Roberto. Ask me three random questions, Roberto. Go ahead. Uh, who's going to win this weekend, the Giants or the Dodgers? Uh, Dodgers will take two out of three this weekend. <laughs> It'll come down to the very no, end of the regular. Suck. Oh, oh, Coop is back. He's back. All right, Man. Ben. Okay. I so, was excited. It was it was the Roberto edition. <laughs> uh, it's being reported that uh, it's not likely Cam Newton will attract much interest around the league. Now, you've already said that he will never be a de facto starter again. Yeah. But how long before he's on a roster at all? All right. So the earliest is week two. That's the earliest. He's not going to be on a roster week one because if you're on a roster to begin the season, your salary is fully guaranteed. So even though Cam Newton's going to be making peanuts, he's not going to break the bank. They're not going to have him on a roster to begin the year. And plus, with all the different COVID protocols, that's not going to happen. And then B, Cam Newton has a big problem. The tape does not lie. Even blind Scott can see that he's done, right? And I gave him the benefit of the doubt. I thought Belichick, I mean, we stand by that. Belichick, based on his reputation, was going to give Cam Newton regular season games. But he looked cooked, so stick a fork in him. But because of his past accolades, winning the MVP award, he's on the short list of people to call, even though he's unvaccinated and all that. But as I said, he's never going to be given a starting job again. The The best he can hope for is high-level backup with an injury-prone quarterback. Dare I say the L.A. Rams. All right, next. LaMelo Ball uh, comfortably won the NBA Rookie of the Year, but second-place finisher Anthony Edwards had an impressive debut season of his own. Well, now the hype around Edwards is starting to grow along with Edwards himself. It's being reported that Edwards has grown two inches to 6'8 in the offseason. 6'6. Uh, six, six, was from 6'4 to 6'6, six, six, excuse me, okay. in the offseason. Yeah. Ben, is, uh, is an extra two inches really something to be excited about? Yeah. <laughs> well. Big time. <laughs> I guess it depends. That's a personal question, Coop. I, I know when I was growing up, I would have really loved a couple of extra... Couple extra, I know that. Uh, but uh, no, no. Listen, here's the thing: people obsess about height in the NBA, and you think about like I remember Muggsy Bogues. I'm old enough to remember Muggsy Bogues, who was like the size of my my calf, and he was a effective NBA player. And then there's other guys. I like Boban Marjanovic of the Mavericks, a former Clipper. The guys, 
the guy's seven foot three, as slow as a, a dump truck. It's really more about the acumen, the skill set that matters most. And listen, Anthony Edwards got off to a a, a shaky start. He was, he was people were impressed by him because of the highlight plays and all that. But it's consistency, right? That's the key to get to that level. You've already you've won the lottery by getting to that level. But the magic beans to be NBA royalty are consistent domination night after night. And he didn't do that. There were spots of that, but he didn't do it all season long. And, you know, give him a pass because this is his first year. Give him a mulligan. Uh, but do I think the two inches height difference is going to make that big a difference? Uh, no. It will impress the scouts and the talent evaluators, but it's more about all of the skills that he provides than a couple of inches of height. Uh, next. Right, it, it's not what you got, it's how you use it. It's the, uh, what's the, the uh, motion in the ocean, is that what it is? Uh, uh. Uh, so, uh, it's certainly fair to say that the Mets are kind of a mess right now. Uh, it's being suggested that Theo Epstein might be the guy to come in and set things straight. However, it seems Epstein wants an ownership stake in any team that he uh, joins. Yeah, Ben, do you think Cohen would be up for a deal like that, and would it be a good move? Well, yes, because Theo Epstein's reputation precedes him. His reputation is, as a general manager, he will put a World Series team together and you will win the World Series. And he is going to get what he wants. I have no doubt that Theo Epstein will get a, a share of ownership from, uh, from a team, whether it's the Mets or the Mariners or some other fledgling team that's desperate to turn things around because he is at the very top of the pecking order. He's hanging out. Right now, lurking on the sidelines like a snake in the grass waiting for the opportunity. But Theo Epstein, when I was in San Diego, he was an intern for the Padres. And now the guy's Hall of Fame executive and all that. It's wild. But Stephen Cohen is worth $16 billion. He is the hedge fund mogul of the stars. He would absolutely hand Epstein, what, 3 5%? As long as he still gets to call the shots, what does he care you know, he can make that money back and buy part of a basketball team or a football team or any of that stuff. So absolutely, Theo Epstein is worth it. He'll also destroy your farm system on the way out, but who cares? All right, there it is. Mallard of the third degree. How did we do? Ben, you passed this edition. That is a winner. Put it on the board. Yeah. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Knock, knock. Who's there? Lame Week. Lame Week who? It's Big Ben's Lame Joke of the Week. These are actual jokes sent in by actual listeners like yourself. We'll get through as many jokes as we possibly can. Coop may have an offensive joke. Maybe he won't. We don't know. Uh, why was Lizzo annoyed when she was asked if she was vaccinated? I don't know. Why was she annoyed by that? Well, she said it violated her hippo rights. <laughs> so, Bill from Iowa. What are the six scariest words that you will ever hear? Uh, I don't know. What are they? Lizzo saying, I've got a crush on you. <laughs> so, Gordon in Tacoma. Well, Megan Rapino is the sub, uh, Subway Sandwich commercial spokesperson. You've probably heard about that, right? Yeah. Uh, not to yes. be outdone, 
Lizzo just signed a deal with Blimpies. So she'll be <laughs> selling that. That's uh, Gordy in Tacoma <laughs> again. All right. Uh, what do you call Lizzo and Robbie the Mariner fan carpooling together in the Oscar Mayer Wiener Mobile? I, I don't know. What do you what do you call that? Two tons of fun in one bun. That's what you call it. So just Josh, one of these Cincinnati bros. Uh, what do Lizzo, after an all-day buffet visit, and Nick Castellanos have in common? Uh, no idea. Runs. Eric in Kansas. Uh, what is Lizzo's favorite hairstyle? Uh, not sure. Breadlocks. Loves the bread. <laughs> Loves that. All right. Everyone knows that uh, Lizzo knocks herself out uh, at night by, uh, by smelling, uh, smelling sweets, right? But how does she wake back up? Uh, I don't know. Smelling salts, Eddie. That's what she, uh, she does. <laughs> That was from Surfer Todd, the comedian. Under what condition will Roger Goodell let Deshaun Watson play this season? Uh, I don't know. What, what's the condition? Well, his next massage has to be with Lorena Bobbitt, and then he will uh, be allowed back. That's Chip from Maine who sent that one in. The, the breadlocks joke was from disposable horse napkins. So that was a disposable horse napkins joke. Uh, next up, what do Javi Baez and Mets GM Zach Scott have in common? Hmm. Well, he just got a DUI. What do they have in common? Well, neither one of them, Eddie, can handle their booze. <laughs> a chip for me. That's a good joke. A solid joke. Uh, what do you call a carpenter in a computer lab? A carpenter in a computer lab. What do you call that? Bored. <laughs> Just Josh. How bad is it in Washington, D.C. right now? I, I don't know how bad is it because I'm going there in a few days. It's so bad that President Biden is bringing in Eddie Garcia for an update. That's how bad it is. So. <laughs> That's from Just Josh. Well, President Joe Biden and Kamala Harris will be competing in the Tokyo Paralympics. Oh, really? Yes, they'll be in the Ability to Lead a Nation event, but are not expected to win a medal. So there's that. That's uh, Gordon <laughs> in Tacoma. Why did Eddie Garcia take a knee? I don't know. Why did I do that? Because pick em points matter. That's why you did it, Eddie. <laughs> James the Machinist in Minnesota sent that one in. So it turns out that Doc Mike was right all along about the Chicago Cub players. Oh, really? Yeah, even though he's in New York now, Javi Baez still has a problem with booze. <laughs> so Zach in Iowa. Oh. Thumbs down, thumbs down. Uh, why did Coach Belichick cut Cam Newton? Uh, I don't know why. Because he was jonesing for a Big Mac. <laughs> That's Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. This one's from George in Rochester, Minnesota. We shift across the state of Minnesota. What is the difference between Philip Rivers and a calendar? Uh, I don't know. What's the difference? Well, for the Rivers family, Labor Day comes more than once a year. <laughs> <laughs> Coop, you got anything, Coop? I don't. Okay. I'm doing it with I, so many guys. Right. How did the Raiders get rid of their quarterback? 
How would the Raiders? How would the Raiders get rid of their quarterback? Uh, I don't know. How would they do that? Well, they would call one eight hundred Cars for Kids. Eddie is what they would call, and then Eek in Roseville, Minnesota. Did you hear that Rajon Rondo is joining the Lakers? Uh, well, I did kind of hear something about that. Yeah, yeah. They are now the presumptive favorite, Eddie, to win the twenty ten NBA championship. So they have that going for them. James the Machinist. Uh, what is what is Deshaun? What is Deshaun's least favorite punctuation mark? Deshaun Watson. His least favorite punctuation mark. I don't know. The hard stop is not like that. That's from Inca Terror who sent that one in. And uh, why don't we pause for the cause? We got. A lot of Bishop Sycamore jokes, the fake high school from Ohio, the online Fugazi High School football team with players in their 20s. So we've got some jokes about them and a bunch of jokes about the cars, and I'll send some over to Coop, see if he'll use any of those as Big Ben's Lame Jokes of the Week. Continue. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific. Back to the jokes we go. How did you know that Bishop Sycamore was a fake high school team? How did we know that? Their water boy was Doc Mike. So Chris, Chris in Des Moines, or as what Roberto says, Des Moines. When did IMG Academy's coaches really know they had just played a fake team? I don't know. When did they know that? Well, the opposing players were actually their Uber drivers back to the hotel. That was a dead giveaway. (laughs) Chris in Des Moines again. How did everyone really find out that Bishop Sycamore's players were older than 18? Uh, How did they find out? Well, it was actually the the Bishop Sycamore's players' wives and kids joined them on the field after the game, and that was a sign. Dead giveaway. Yeah, dead giveaway. Yeah, it's fun saying that. Isn't it? Dead giveaway. Dead giveaway. Uh, dead Charles, giveaway. Charles, thank you very dead much. Dead giveaway. <laughs> All right, did you hear that a weed man hippie finally got a job? What? Yeah. Yeah, that's why he's not calling the show anymore. He got a, a job teaching at Bishop Sycamore. So that's uh, big news there. Tom from Fullerton in SoCal sent that one in. Did you see the latest NCAA football power rankings from the four-letter network? Uh, I must have missed that now. Yeah, yeah. The University of Phoenix online is ranked number one. So, number one. James the Machinist from Minnesota sent that one in. Coop, you got anything over there? No. All right. I got one of the great jokes from Bill from Iowa. Why did all the Afghan refugees leave New York? Uh, I don't know. Why is that? They saw how Marcel was living and said they would take their chances with the Taliban. So, Jesus. <laughs> that is a cheap shot by Bill from Iowa, but, uh, but a good joke. Uh, why couldn't Blind Scott help Blind Seabass? Uh, why, why couldn't he help him? Well, it was just another case, Eddie, of the blind leading the blind. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, uh, Bill from Iowa. Why was Angry Bill happy that tornadoes went through New Jersey? Uh, I, I don't know. Why would he be happy about that? Well, it's, it's odd, isn't it? Because yeah. for once, the women in Nutley were not screaming and running because of him. So at least it was something else. That, to Eric in Kansas. Did you hear that Marcel has finally taken his first cruise? <laughs> oh, jeez. 
Is that right? Yeah, he was floating around Jeez. on his bed in the basement. Oh, in, in <laughs> oh that's awful. Oh. That's awful. That's not right. <laughs> that's a bad joke, Milkman Mike in Colorado. I see what ben- you do. You save all the good ones for yourself, and you no, send you no. send me these ridiculous I, ones. I sent you some, and you didn't like any of the ones I see. I sent you a bunch from Surfer Todd, the comedian. I can't read was- a single one of those ones from Surfer Todd. I try to explain to these guys, there's like a certain bar we can't cross, and these guys love sending like the most redonkulous ones. Anyway, uh, uh, Joe, you, Joe Daddy in Jacksonville, you didn't like those jokes either? No? No? All right. Uh, how many blind Scots does it take to screw in a light bulb? <laughs> I, I don't know. How, <laughs> how many blind Scots does it take to screw well, in a light bulb? Well, two. One to screw in the light bulb and one to kiss Eddie's ass. So there's that as well. That's just- what? Stand the man. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. Well, no, because remember he was he was uh, ripping you, and then he tried to praise you, and then he started ripping you. He's been, I think the term is bipolar. I think he's all over the place. All right, how do you take down uh, Spin Cycle Regina in the wrestling ring? I, I don't know. How do you do that? Oh, simple, Eddie. A clothesline. That's all right there. That's... All right. Uh, did you? Well, I'm gonna. You know, I'll send this to Coop. Maybe Coop will read this one. Hold on a sec. Ah. Well, I was going to read it, but Coop wants to read it, so I'll let him read it. It's a Just Josh joke. Uh, let's see here. Page down, page down. All right. What do you call Tammy in Montana dancing in Alabama? I don't know. What do you call that? A hoedown. That's a <laughs> Aussie momentum from down under. What, what is meaner than a pit bull with herpes? Um, I don't know. What's meaner than a pit bull with herpes? Sir Scratch Off, who gave the herpes to the pit bull. So that would be the <laughs> worst. That's it. Ozzy. Ozzy momentum. Uh, you want to read that, Coop? Or nope. what do you think? Uh, you're not going to read that one either? Absolutely not. <laughs> it's a good breakfast joke. All I, right. I, pro- I promised that I wouldn't read any uh, jokes like okay. that. All right. All right. Uh, how does uh, Doc Mike make a urinal cake? I don't know. How does he do that? <laughs> From his family recipe, of course. Come on. I mean, he's got the recipe. That's uh, disposable horse napkins. All right. What did Doc Mike shout when he first discovered, last one, first discovered his cure-all remedy? Uh, what did he shout? He shouted, Eddie, Urethra, I found it. <laughs> That's uh, Chip from Maine. Lame jokes. Ay, ay, ay. Be sure to catch live editions of the Ben Maller Show weekdays at 2 a.m. Eastern, 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. To Coop de Loop and all things pop culture and in the entertainment industry in his Coop Scoop on entertainment. Can, can, you, sing, away, can you sing Hooray for Hollywood? Hooray for Hollywood! <laughs> very good very good yeah, all right good job all right, marcel. thank you marcel thank you. yeah all right we actually have a lot going on this weekend in the world of entertainment and uh, a couple of things that i'm actually excited about uh so first we'll, we'll talk about what's going to be coming into theaters and it is the next marvel moody, movie uh shang chi legend of the ten rings um personally me personally i'm having some marvel fatigue 
Boom. I'm, I know. I know. It's just there's so much, and the 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 universe has expanded so much, and I just feel like it's like saying I've got you know pizza fatigue or something. No, it's not. It is. Are you saying that they need no. to pace themselves more? Cool. I'm just these saying. Movies, I'm just saying there's too many of them that they. It, well, it is. Well, because like so, this new movie came out, Shang Chi, and I'm like, okay, well, I I didn't even watch WandaVision or. Or yeah, you know, you. or Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and so because I didn't watch those shows, am I going to be behind in the, in the Marvel universe when we start to watch Shang Chi? It's just there's so many questions and things that I need to know, and it's just it's overwhelming. It's overwhelming for me. I've watched it all and loved it all. I haven't watched any. Well, you know, that's <laughs> that's great. I'm better than you, Roberto. <laughs> <laughs> I have not been to the movies since. Man, I, maybe twenty early twenty nineteen. Maybe I, I don't. It's been a long time. I have not been in a long time. I gotta get, and there's movies I want to see, but I, uh, I haven't been able to go. So. No, there isn't. <laughs> no, that one with uh, what the, the the guy from Boston that's our caller that's in oh, the movie, free guy, uh, free, guy. free guy. Yeah, I want to yeah, see that. Yeah, that's yeah. a good one. Uh, so uh, moving over to television uh, on Disney Plus. I'm bringing this up because I mean, you know, it is. I'm a fan. Uh, on Disney Plus, there is a, a new music uh, documentary type thing. It's it's happier than ever. A love letter to Los Angeles. So this is Billie Eilish uh, performing her new album in its entirety at the Hollywood Bowl, and uh, she will be accompanied by the L.A. Philharmonic. I've so, been to the Hollywood Bowl. Yeah, me too. Parking sucks there. Yeah, yes, it does. Stacked parking. It's terrible. Uh, so yeah, so I think that sounds uh, pretty interesting. The LA Philharmonic's pretty awesome. As uh, so there'll be special guests, and uh, there's you know it's gonna be Hollywood Bowl is awesome. Yeah, it's it's a it's a pretty no, cool... it's historic. It's an iconic yeah. venue, but getting there is a pain in the yeah. ass. Plus, uh, Hollywood's a cesspool right now, so you got to worry about that too. Moving on, uh, th- this uh, that's available today, by the way, on Disney Plus. Uh, also available today on Netflix is a uh, movie called Worth, and this one. So it debuted in Sundance in 2020 to, to pretty decent reviews. It sounds kind of depressing if you ask me. It's got Michael Keaton in it, and uh, basically he plays the guy who had to put a value on the lives lost on 9-11 and create the September 11th Victim Compensation Fund. So oh, that sounds like a yeah, uplifting movie. Yeah, yeah. right? So uh, Stanley Tucci is also in it, and basically I guess how they determine who who deserves to get that, which is sounds awful. Uh on Sunday on yeah. Showtime, it is finally the second half of season five of the show Billions. Uh, this show is awesome, and it got delayed because COVID hit right in the middle of the season, and so uh, we had to wait forever for the second half. But the good thing is, so there's going to be five episodes coming out each week starting this Sunday, and then after that, you don't have to wait long for season six because it's going to come out like you know right away early next year. Uh, one thing, Monday, Ben. Now, this is a documentary. Yeah. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm listening. And it sounds interesting to me. It's on Netflix. It's called Countdown Inspiration for Mission to Space. And apparently, this is going to be as close to live coverage as, as Netflix has ever gotten before. It's a five-part docuseries from the director of The Last Dance. And it's going to follow the crew of the Inspiration 4, which is an all-civilian mission to space aboard the SpaceX Dragon capsule. 
And so these guys are they're going to go into space. They're going to spend a total of three days in orbit around the Earth. And so the episodes will they're, they're not going to come out all at once. They're going to come out as the series covers mission prep in near real time. And then it ends with the spacecraft's launch on September 15th with a feature length final episode, including footage from inside the spacecraft during the journey. So it sounds pretty interesting if you're into space or anything like that. Uh, so there's there's no exact dates for for all the episodes because it depends on the mission schedule and and you know things could be delayed. Uh, at, you know, open ended. Yeah, open ended. So that sounds interesting. Oh, yeah. That's going to be on Netflix. Uh, and then finally, Ben, on Tuesday, September 7th on FX, it was long delayed because of COVID, but it's impeachment American crime story. So you, you remember the last time they did American crime story, it was the OJ Simpson trial. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This time it's going to be the impeachment of Bill Clinton. Uh, oh, well, Monica be there. The, the, the real life Monica Lewinsky serves Ooh. as a producer and a oh. consultant to this show. So I'm guessing uh, she'll look good in all this. Yes, probably. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. She's played by by uh, Booksmart's Beanie Feldstein. I don't know her, but Clive Owen is going to be playing Bill Clinton. Uh, Sarah Paulson is going to play Linda Tripp. Edie Falco is going to play Hillary Clinton. Oh, from The Sopranos. Yes. Uh, Kobe Smulders from uh, 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 from uh, uh, How I Met Your Mother. She's going to play uh, Ann Coulter. And uh, we're, uh, we're, we've uh, blown past oh. the uh, finish line. Oh, yeah, well, all right. And then Billy Eichner <laughs> is Matt Drudge, and that's uh, Coop Scoop on Entertainment. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.